0: Hey everyone, um, this is Zaid, uh, and welcome back to TeenCast. <laughs> I may sound different from the first episode, which I actually recorded junior year, um, so that was way last year. I did it for a project. Um, I did do another episode, but I definitely didn't finish it, uh, nor did I work on it very much, uh, so this is going to be the actual next episode um this is probably going to be different than what i originally had intended when i first like made the podcast um but that's okay i think last year me won't really have that big of a deal with it um really the only reason why i'm doing this right now is because one uh it's kind of late at night and i'm kind of bored uh, and two i was in the car earlier with my friend spencer um and he was like hey Zaid, podcast and I was like, yes, yeah, podcast, I forgot about that. And so I was kind of compelled to do one. And so here I am. So uh, as a refresher, refresher um, with this is Teen Cast, as I said. But it's basically a podcast where me, a teenager, wow, it's crazy. Uh, I talk about different opinions of mine because I have a ton. And my views on different things that are happening and stupid stuff and stuff like that because i'm a teenager so i'm gonna try to embrace that um so for this first episode uh i'm gonna be starting a new thing um that hopefully i will continue with if i stay consistent um where i talk about the single of the week um this is music wise and then an album of the week also music wise um so uh hopefully if i continue to do this it'll be every sunday because that's hopefully when i'm gonna release the um the podcast. So yeah, I guess without further ado, uh, we can start. So this is the week of um, November the 7th. Wow, that was very wrong. Today's November the 2nd. The Sunday will be November the 4th. No. Yeah, November the 4th. That's tomorrow, no- November the 3rd. That's tomorrow. Wow. Okay. I have a very bad sense of time. I apologize. So, November the 3rd, 2019. This is the week of that. Um, and so, <laughs> let me just start. For the single of this week, um, it's going to go to uh, Trippy Red with his song Love Me More. It actually came out yesterday. And I really, really like this song. Firstly, I like Trippy Red as a whole. Um, I think that his kind of brand of very sad, kind of sappy rap has become very popular. Um, and a lot of people have really like dug into it. And I agree because I like it a lot. Um, his previous album, Exclamation Mark, was very bad in my opinion. It kind of upset me, um, but not not too much. <laughs> but yeah, I didn't really like it too much. Uh, he really got big off of this emotional kind of sad very heartfelt um sound that he was going for um and he became well known off of his projects the I love letter to you I love letter to you series um so I love letter to you 1 2 and 3 uh, are some of his most famous projects I love letter to you 3 is in my opinion his best um project to date um but life's a trip was also very good uh, both of these albums um, were very heartfelt, very lovesick, and that I think that came through a lot in the music. Um, after A Love Letter to You 3, he released Exclamation Mark um, a little bit earlier this year, um, and I did not like it um, because it's funny because he was going through a good time in his life. A lot of people think that like his more heartfelt music is when he's going through a breakup, and so he was in a relationship during that time, so uh, it did not sound like it usually does. Um, which is okay. There are a couple songs off that album that I liked, but overall, I didn't like it too much. Um, and recently, he has announced that A Love Letter to You 4, um, the fourth one in the series, is coming out on the 15th of this month. Uh, so I'm excited for that. And this single is the first song that I, we're assuming is coming from the album, um, and it's titled Love Me More. Uh, so basically, the song is trippy, And his very typical trippy kind of like kind of like wine that's very like it's very iconic to him. He's talking about like being loved and how he wishes this person that he loved would love him more. And how like they would spend all their time loving him and like really showing the emotions that they felt. uh, Which is such such a good sentiment. Well maybe not healthy, but it's a sentiment that a lot of people can relate to and connect to. Um, Even me personally, I think that having attention, even if it's not romantically, just like as a friend, I guess, um, you can have someone that you really like being around. And so you want them to enjoy being around you just as much as you enjoy being around them. And so it can be hard to see them like just be around other people and have the same like positive vibe that they give off while they're with you because it feels like you're not that special um so he really struck a chord with me on that one and the the singing is is very good i liked a lot um because trippy is known for his singing uh well his kind of melodic rap singing that's again kind of what i said earlier and also his his rap style is kind of unique um. So he brings out both of those on this track, and both work very well um, corresponding to the beat. They both flow into each other very nicely, and his vocal cords, well, his vocals, rather, are very good. Uh, I think after A Love Letter to You 3, Trippy really started perfecting his vocal delivery because um, pre- in his previous songs where he had tried singing, uh, it did not turn out the best. He did this really, like, ah like, <laughs> oh I'm sure that sounded terrible, but that's, like, that kind of, like, rasp is what he was very well known for, and he's, like, brought it in, he's tamed it down, he's really ironed out the, uh, ironed out the creases, and so his style, I think, is a lot more smooth, and I like it a lot more, and that's very, um, that's very obvious, or shown throughout this song, so The single of the week goes to Trippy Red with uh, Love Me More. I recommend you uh, check that one out. And so as for the album of the week, which also came out yesterday, Friday is usually a big day for music. I think artists just like doing that. It goes to Feet of Clay by Earl Sweatshirt. So Earl Sweatshirt is one of my favorite rappers. I love Earl. Um, His music is, if you haven't listened to him, his music is like a very kind of like slow, kind of dark, very it's not really about the melody the production is very important um but his production is very strange it's kind of like it's a mix of a lot of things he does a lot of sampling and like i i really don't know how to explain it it's like just a muddle of a bunch of different things that he mixes together in a very appealing way um the other thing that um earl Sweatshirt is very well known for is his like lyricism his lyricism is great he does his rhyme schemes are amazing they're very intricate his wordplay is great like if you listen to the same song over and over again you'll get something new each time and you'll be like oh so that was a joke too and you can you can all see it go together but it even though he does make jokes or like makes like snide remarks because i mean in rap it's a very like typical thing um he mixes it with his mental state and like very honest lyrics that people can relate to very well he mixes that all in together so when you listen to earl sweatshirt you get a little bit of a little bit of everything if you're looking for something to bop to maybe not earl sweatshirt <laughs> um, maybe some of his more upbeat tracks but earl typically i i listen to him when i'm feeling a little down in the dumps like i want to get my feels a little bit i'll turn on earl so that's a little bit of context to him, and so this album that was released yesterday, this Friday, um, called Feet of Clay. It is more up tempo uh, in comparison to a lot of his other projects. Um, uh, people uh, kind of similar to Trippy Red. A lot of people say that Earl's best music is when he's very depressed or not not doing too well because the emotions are raw. Um, on albums like Doris, which is probably his most well-known and my personal favorite of his albums um, you can really feel it he talks about his father a lot and like his sadness when it relates to that he connects a bunch of things together and you get a really raw look at his mental state um, on his album that came after that which was called some rap songs um, it, he has more upbeat songs on there but his it, it's kind of it's kind of a middle ground that's what I like about that album so much. Uh you get songs like The Mint, which is my favorite song from that album. And it kind of like meshes very well together the kind of more upbeat, up-tempo production, as well as his kind of sad, depressing lyrics. So I'm sorry, I kind of got off on a tangent there talking about his old stuff, but as for Feet of Clay, it's on his more up-tempo side. It's not as sad and as depressing as um Doris is but it does it in a way that I like. Um, I need to listen to it a couple more times because I didn't really get the full like the full impact of it. A lot of the time with Earl Sweatshirt, because of his style and the way that he b- produces his albums, his songs flow together very well. So if you don't, every time you hear a song change, you check your phone to see the, uh, the name of the song, then by the time you finish the album, you might go by without knowing anything. Well, at least that's what happens to me. Uh, on my first listen through, I was like, wow, that was good, and I couldn't tell where any of the songs ended and the other ones started because I was just listening to it, you know? Sometimes you just have to dig a little deeper, so I have to do that still. But for um, a song from it that I would recommend is 4N. Uh, that's a really good one. <laughs> I, I, I recommend you listen to it, obviously, because I'm recommending it. But all that aside, yeah, so Single of the Week, Love Me More by Trippie Red. Album of the Week feet of clay if you want to listen to a song to kind of get the gist of it it's a closing track for in i recommend that okay so now that that's out of the way that should be there every single week every sunday when i drop this i say that like it's a like it's a piece of music when i make the podcast um every sunday it should have a single of the week and album of the week as long as i'm staying on track so let's hope to that um, this episode will probably be a, a music-based one because a lot of music came out recently um, that I really enjoyed. Um, and no- most notably, and what I'll be talking about for most of this episode is um, Jesus is King by Kanye West. <sighs> so <laughs> I've gotten a lot of mixed like, opinions about this album. I've talked to people who love it just as much as I do, because I do really like this album. I've met, I've talked to people who are like, oh, it's okay. And then I've talked to people who thought it was absolute trash, which is very interesting. And I'm not really necessarily surprised. But um, if you don't know, Jesus is King is um, Kanye's venture into gospel music, because Kanye has recently been declared like a born-again Christian. He's re-entered the faith, and so he made an album called Jesus is King well, you can tell even by just the title that it's a very gospel, Christian-inspired, God-influenced album. And so a lot of people are kind of thrown off by that because they're not Christian um, or because they may be atheists. They just can't really relate to the themes or some of the things he talks about. And he makes it very abundantly clear that this is gospel music. And that's why I like it so much. So, if you can't tell, I do really like the album, mainly because of this. Kanye is just a wacky person and he tends to like go into chunks. Like every so often he'll jump into a new sound and he'll go for it and he'll try to conquer it. And he's said that from this point on, he's only going to be making gospel music, which I'm okay with because based off of Jesus is King, I already love it. Um but I think this is just his next endeavor into a new sound. Um, so in Jesus is King, you get a lot of gospel. You get like um, choirs, backing choirs. You get a lot of that sampled throughout the um, throughout the album. The first um, the first song on the album titled Every Hour is just that. It's a choir um, with a very beautiful like vocal harmony. And it's very uplifting. The entire album really is very uplifting. Um, And that's kind of what I like most about it. The first track is a very good way to just feel out the rest of the album. Because he goes for a very uplifting, very Jesus-y, very gospel-esque sound. And gospel music is meant to inspire faith. Um, It's for when you're in church or even outside of church. But when you just want to feel uplifted by God, I guess, um, you listen to gospel music. And so that's what Kanye is trying to um, do here. He does make a, a, like one or two kind of like slip ups throughout the course of the album. Maybe not slip ups is maybe slip ups is the wrong word, but he does Kanye things <laughs> like um, on the end of the track, Follow God, which is one of my favorite tracks on the album. Um, he goes into kind of one of the Kanye kind of rants where he's just talking and he's not really like he's not really rapping or singing he's just kind of talking while the beat goes behind him um, and so the conversation well, not conversation but what he's talking about is a conversation he had with his father where he like he woke up in the morning he did his prayers um, he talked to his father he tried to give his father some advice and his father was telling him that what he was doing wasn't Christ like and it's it's that's an interesting thing um when someone especially if kanye from what i'm hearing from the album kanye is very devoted very like he's really becoming christian um that's not that it's an insult and not that his father probably meant it as an insult but it's kind of it's it's a knock on you like what you're saying isn't very christ-like that's not a very good thing to say um so irregardless of that after that that kind of like speaking role which is very kanye he yells he goes like ah and i'm trying to not yell too loud so i don't blow up the microphone but he does that kanye yell that he does all the time and he does it in a gospel song at the end of it and so he does that in follow god he also does it in the song closed on sunday which is an interesting song to say the least he makes reference to Chick-fil-A a lot, um, the, the, the chorus or, yeah, the hook of the song is closed on Sunday, you're my Chick-fil-A, which is kind of funny, <laughs> but he references Chick-fil-A a lot over the course of the, over the course of the song. Um, at the end of the song, again, he does the Kanye part where he just yells something, and in this case, at the end, he yells Chick-fil-A, and it's kind of distorted. And it's kind of funny and it takes you a little bit out of the mood of the song, which is why I don't really like um, Closed on Sunday too much, because um, the entire course of the song is kind of more mellow. It's like more heartfelt. And he's talking about like the love that he has for this person um, and like the concept of like resting on Sunday, all these different things. And so you get this kind of mellow mood. And then at the end, it's just him yelling Chick-fil-A, um, which is really funny because it's so Kanye. It's such a Kanye thing to do. And even though he's making gospel, you can tell that it's Kanye making that. And that's one of the parts of the... That's one of the things that just makes me love this album so much. Because it's him wrestling with him trying to do something that he really wants to do, which is make gospel music, and him wrestling with his ego and how Kanye he is. Um, so another... like thing that you'll see over the course of the album is his him being very braggadocious kanye is knowing known for having like a really large ego um so at one point he says uh he talks about like how the reception of the album will be the same way that uh people received noah which is kind of that's a big thing comparing yourself to noah um he he's like people won't receive this like very positively they did the same thing to noah which i j- i just think is funny um so that's that's that that's really all i have to say about the album i think i liked it very much so if there's another if this is an album of the previous week don't tell anyone i'm doing this but the previous week's best album is jesus's is king you should really listen to it i like it a lot um <laughs> If you don't like the first couple of songs, I wouldn't recommend listening to the rest of it because I don't think you will like the rest of it, but give it a chance. Just uh, just give it a chance. Um, So aside from Jesus is King, well maybe kind of correlated to Jesus is King, Kanye has released merch in line with his um, album release and also (laughs) IMAX movie release by the same title. Um, The Jesus is King merch is hilarious bro like it's all, it's so so funny because i can't tell if kanye is going crazy he's making fun of his fans or he's trying to say something with this merch because irregardless i love it and hate it simultaneously um the best way i can describe it is um there's like a joke like a joke image uh, that says graphic design is my passion and it's done over a rainbow gradient, and there's a frog with laser eyes, and all the text is in bright, like neon yellow. And so the joke is that it's terrible graphic design, but the person thinks that it's good. Um, Kanye did essentially the same thing with his merch. There are a, there's like a pair of sweatpants and a um, a couple of sweatshirts that are interesting that I like that are well done, um, but the other ones are absolute memes uh, so if you imagine um just imagine one of them is a very easy one to describe it's a blue t-shirt just blue um there's a blue circle well a blue oval rather off center to the right and then directly underneath that is a longer black oval and that's it that's that's the shirt and it's 60 dollars, i believe so 60 dollars for a shirt with two circles on it and people will buy it because it's Kanye. And I think if he's going for that, if he's trying to make a commentary on, wow, like, I'm goofing on you as fans, and you're still buying my stuff, that's kind of sad, that's crazy. But if, he, if he's doing it, like, as a trendsetter thing, because recently there's kind of, like, a trend of things that are so bad that they're good clothing-wise, or, like, with thrifting really gaining popularity, people go and, like, buy corny things from thrift stores and wear them like as the streetwear aesthetic which i think is interesting but so yeah he has that um he has a ton of them uh, a ton of like sweatshirts and um even a picture of jesus but the picture is very low resolution It, it looks like it was like a really small picture that he blew up in like not even photoshop but like ms paint and he just put it randomly on there um, so, there's low-resolution Jesus photos on on the shirts. Um, one of them has a cross with Jesus going horizontally on the short part of the cross, and then is king um, going across the long part. But the issue is that the inside of the, um, the cross has a rainbow gradient, and the text is in yellow. So, as I was saying earlier about the meme, he kind of hit it on the head, and... I think it's hilarious the best one and I think the funniest the funniest merch sale that I've ever seen is his socks so I can't tell if you get one sock or a pair of socks I'm hoping you would get a pair of socks but it's $20 um, hopefully for a pair of socks and the socks say Jesus is King Kanye West and they're white socks but I do white with heavy quotations because they look like Kanye put them on and played a game of baseball without without wearing shoes and then put them on the internet to sell. And it's hilarious because they look like well-worn, they look really smelly, but I think they were made that way. And it's really funny because if you go to the website, which is also very ironically not not ironically unironically bad it's just a blue background and you just scroll up through the different clothing and stuff so it looks like it was someone's first time using html um but yeah the sock it just gives you a picture of one sock so you may end up just getting one sock i'm not sure it gives you a picture of one sock and it's dirty and it's twenty dollars um, and if you zoom up on the sock, which is even better, if you zoom up on the sock, you can see white like little white uh, specks outside of the sock because whoever cropped it, even if it was unintentionally, um, they left part of the white background in it. So you like you know when kids are using Photoshop for the first time and they don't know how to remove a background, um, they just use the eraser tool and they try their best to like edge out around whatever they're trying to erase the background of. It looks like kanye did that but he did it poorly so you can see the white outlines um that also occurs with a lot of the images of jesus that he puts on the clothing because jesus is wearing the crown of thorns which is really iconic in order to remove stuff like that there's going to be like little patches of white in the in like some of the sections of the thorns because you would have to go out and delete each individual white space and so a lot of them just aren't cut out and it's inconsistent and it's hilarious so that's what I wanted to talk about um, outside of the Jesus King album is the merch sales, and I absolutely love it. I love it, and I hate it, and I love that I hate it, and it's great. Um, so moving on past Kanye, but still on the subject of music, because uh, I have a couple minutes left. I'm going to go into 30 minutes, um, and I just kind of want to like talk for a second about... Um, music and artistry as a whole um kanye especially i think not that he suffers from this but he may struggle with it the fact that when you when you become an artist um whatever you do whenever you do something well every single other thing you make after that will be compared to it so let's say um i'm an artist Um, the paint of the painting variety and I paint a magnificent photo like it's crazy it's like super symbolic everyone who looks at is like "Ooh, that's beautiful I love it 10 out of 10 magnificent masterpiece they love it and it's like praised by everyone right immediately after that my next painting they'll have high hopes for it and it may never live up to the the paint the the my previous paintings like status because sometimes when you're an artist and things are coming from emotion sometimes there's just a perfect storm like sometimes the moment is right the time is right your mind state is right your whatever emotion you're trying to express they just line up so perfectly like you you make something that's magnificent and i think that happens with kanye Kanye has a lot of really really good songs and really really good albums and because of that everything that Kanye makes is constantly held up to that standard Kanye isn't allowed to make a poor album um well he's allowed to but people will highly criticize him for it and not really take into the account that he's a human being like us with ups and downs and maybe some projects won't sound as good as others and you can even take into the account the fact that music is very uh objective subjective whichever one is the one with opinion i'm kind of upset that i don't remember which one it is but it's very opinion based and so i may love the jesus is king album with all my heart but another person and i know plenty may think it's absolute garbage um so closing up i want to make that my closing remark Um, even if you're not an artist, even if you're not producing music for thousands and millions of people to hear. Just live your life as you think you should. Live your life as you see fit. Don't worry about your accomplishments being so vast that someone may compare you to someone else or compare you even to your other accomplishments. Don't worry about it. Take pride in what you do. Be happy in what you do. And as long as you gain satisfaction from it, no one can take that away from you. So as long as Kanye is happy making gospel albums and I'll be happy to listen to whatever he makes, um, so should you um, be happy with how you live your life and whatever you do with it. If you wanna write a book, go ahead and write it. Write your heart out. If it turns out poorly, so be it. If it turns out great, even better. The point of the matter is that you should be happy with what you create. And as long as you are happy with what you create, don't let anyone tear that from you. Because you should be proud in who you are and what you've created and the fact that you've poured your heart and soul into it and you've really come out with a final product that you can be proud of. So that uh, that is my take on Kanye West. That is my take on Jesus is King. And that's a little bit of advice for you. Uh, you don't have to take it obviously I'm a random teenager on the internet but I just like putting my two cents out there some of the time so 30 minutes is drawing up very quickly, I have one minute left uh, I just wanted to say thank you for uh, listening to the podcast, thanks for giving it a chance um, this has been Zadevant um, on the teencast podcast on <laughs> here we go This is November the 3rd. Yes, I did it. November the 3rd, 2019. Have a good day, dude. Take it easy. Listen to Jesus is King if you want. Maybe eat a taco. Do something you enjoy. Take some time for yourself. And I will see you next week. Have a good one.